The Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. Back here on the Coaches Show, brought to you by Last Cass's Feed Supply, locally owned and operated by Coy and Jennifer Young, specializing in animal feeds, premium pet foods, farm supplies, and more. Time to talk some Oakland boys basketball. Dyron Birdwell joins us, and uh, Coach, uh, kind of on the road, I think, right? Yeah, I actually just pulled over at a Waggles in Oak Ridge. So, uh, yeah, on my way up here to, uh, I guess, watch balls play Kentucky, and the uh, main reason is to see Chris Lofton get his number retired. You know, uh, he was a senior when I was a freshman and was a great guy, and always you know treated us as managers and then you know support staff people exceptionally well and excited to get up here and watch him get his number retired and get honored the way he should be yeah well that that's that's awesome and um i, I know you said last night when we saw you over at blackman that um you rebounded for that cat quite a bit <laughs> yeah yeah um there was uh definitely no no doubt as to why he's the all-time leading three-point shooter in Tennessee and SEC history, and that still stands today. And uh, he he put in the time, the work, and and you know just just was a he worked on his craft every day, and that was why you know was, you could see how how great of a shooter he was on the floor. And then you know of course battling cancer there his senior year and being able to survive that and and continue to play and. You know, not take a medical red shirt because the team needed him for that year and everything. Just again, kind of shows you the type of guy he was and or he is, and and what type of teammate he was. Well, that's awesome that you get to. I hope make a family trip out of it. Yeah, yeah, we're all here. Uh, Jayla's here, Kara's here, my mom and dad are going, of course. But yeah, full family trip. Go watch a basketball game. It seems like we're we're kind of all always at some sort of sporting event, whether it be. Tennessee football or Oakland basketball or Oakland football or you know on down the list we're we're no, normally out and about at some sporting event yeah well that that's that's a good life right there okay. Okay. Dyron uh your uh, boys went to Blackman last night and I mean let's face it this this year has brought its challenges for for your guys but uh really put together a tremendous effort and uh beat a blackman team 67 39 at their home place and that's that just doesn't happen that often now um you know the guys played well we uh you know, i guess what a difference you know two or three days makes you know i, I didn't feel like we came out ready to play against seagull and you know, part of that's on me to get the guys ready to play, and but also, you know, part of it's on them. They they've got to come out every game and respect every opponent. And you know, regardless of you know if you've played against these guys your whole life or you haven't, or how how good, bad, whatever you think you are, you've got to come out ready to play. And the, you know, I didn't think we did that Tuesday night, but last night there was just a different feel about the team. We were excited. We uh, could tell we we were you know, eager to, to face the competition. We wanted to see, you know, I guess what we could do against Blackman, a team that's, you know, parentally here the last however many years has been the team to beat in the district. And uh, to go over there and play the way we did, um, I, I would be lying to you if I saw that coming. Uh, I thought we could compete and give ourselves a chance to win. I didn't see us playing that well. And just really proud of the guys for, 
for you know taking the game plan and executing it and and going out there and, and, and playing how we're capable of playing, I guess, for the first time this year. Double figures for uh, Javon and Marshall uh, last night for you, and that was, was important and, um, in, in terms of offense. I mean, you got some good looks, and, and uh, some shots fell for you from the field. Yeah, yeah, you know, we, uh, we've, we've been struggling to score. Um, and, you know, basketball, there's a lot, you know, defense and rebounding and things you can control, and – you know, you can't always control your shot going in. Everybody, you know, is trying to make it when it leaves their hand, but we've been, been struggling. And uh, for Javon and, and Marshall to score the way they did, uh, you know, were, was big for us. Um, I know, you know, just as an example, you know, against Eagle on Tuesday night, my starting one and two, get Bronson and Marshall got outscored 40-5 to five by uh, Mac Moss and Carter Webb. And then, you know, I think, we kind of challenged those guys over the last couple of days in practice. And, you know, for Marshall to come back and have 10 and Bronson, I think, put in eight. And for them to defend the way they did, you know, uh, that was that was my biggest frustration on Tuesday night. I didn't think we defended well. But last night we, you know, to hold a Blackman team to 39 is is something that, you know, we're very proud of and hopefully, hopefully – uh, hopefully going to keep doing and moving forward now in in a hall of fame game you did have 83 but uh in you know just kind of the meat of the 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 regular season 67 ties the uh the season high so i mean you've got to feel pretty good if you can score in the uh 50s and 60s uh against just about anybody yeah you know uh we've we've really been you know using our athleticism defensively to be able to defend and you know, rebound and, and hopefully get out and transition. But that's, uh, you know, you're exactly right. If we can get to the, you know, somewhere in that, that mid-50s to 60s range, we feel like we give ourselves a chance to win against anybody. And, you know, it's been a little bit of a struggle at times to get to that point. But, uh, you know, we, we were able to last night and, and got it from a lot of different guys. You know, uh, I know, like you said, Javon had 15, Marshall had 10, but I think Casey Williams has nine and seven rebounds. Brody Burchard has eight points, eight rebounds. Uh, you know, Bronson has eight. It, it was it was a total group team effort, and you know that that makes you harder to guard when you can score from a lot of different areas and different spots on the floor. Boy, Williams played well defensively last night. Had uh, several um, block shots and and just really frustrated Blackman inside. Uh, your whole team did, but you know he kind of kind of stood out because he he stands out with his what six seven frame or whatnot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her, you know he's somewhere six 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 seven, but he's so long and athletic. And uh, I mean, Casey has such a high ceiling uh, of what he can be. Um, and, ho- and last night, he, you know, hopefully has a little bit better idea of what, you know, how he can dominate and control a game because I do think he controlled the game and the pain and outside of it, you know, with his block shots, with his, you know, on-ball defense, you know, if we were switching ball screens and he's having to pick up Isaiah, you know, out, out on the, the perimeter, he was able to keep him in front until a guard could switch back or we just kept him on him. Um, and that, that really helped. And, you know, he controlled the glass. If he, you know, got hands on some shots and some passes, and was just really proud of proud of his his effort and how he played. And um, you know, I thought we had a lot of guys play well, but I thought that was probably Casey's best game of the year, just by controlling the flow of the game on both ends of the floor. 
Dyron Birdwell, our guest this morning as we talk Oakland boys basketball. Uh, th- the game last night did not come without its frustrations because I, c- I could see you red-faced a little bit, especially in that first half whenever you know the team went to the free throw line because it, it was kind of a struggle there. It did get better in the second half, but you know, if, if, if your guys kind of put together the entire thing, I, I think you all can be really dangerous. Yeah, you know, um, we have a lot of the things that you can't coach, if that makes sense, with athleticism, speed, things of that nature that you, you know, we're blessed to have. And, you know, again, one of the reasons kind of why I went to Oakland was I, I thought that year in and year out, you could have your athleticism to compete with just about anybody. But we've got to get some basketball skill as well. Um, and, and some of that is going to be, you know, have to work at over time, and it's not an overnight fix. But, yeah, free throw-wise, I mean, I think we were 9 of 23 last night in the first half, and now we ended 12 of 26. So I guess you could say, hey, we made three in a row there at the end. Um, but, you know, that's one of those games where, you know, if Blackman makes a shot or two that they probably normally make that they missed last night in the first half, then that game's a lot closer at halftime just because we're not making free throws. And a lot of that is, you know, our guys buying into the craft, buying into how much of a skill sport basketball is and and getting in the gym and taking the time to work at it and also, you know, just building confidence in yourself because, you know, I mean, free throws are – it's a repetition thing. You've got to get in the gym enough. And, you know, my guys, you know, make fun of me because I'll go up there and I don't have the best-looking shot, but I can still make a free throw or two. And I'm like, guys, it's, you know, back to Lofton thing, it's because you're in the gym, you know. Uh, Free throws are kind of one of those things where you've got to – it's not the most fun thing to practice, but it can definitely win or lose you a game. And we were fortunate that it didn't cost us that game last night. Well, uh, you know, that John and I were actually talking last night during the game, during a, a timeout, about that, you know, at, at times you had called a timeout. I can't remember exactly what part of the game it was in, but just to kind of settle your guys down because they, they – almost kind of reverted to and kind of playing backyard basketball you know and it's like okay we we need to come together and and run this or run that or whatever you did but um that's kind of what you're talking about it's almost like a a wild horse running that you're trying to tame a little bit yeah you know i would i would always much rather have to pull the reins and try to get you to go and you know i've you know that's been a little bit of an issue with us this year just to be honest is there's been a lot of games where I just felt like we haven't played hard. And, you know, that's a, playing hard is a skill, and that's something that we've got to demand every day in practice and in every game. And, you know, there was a point in time over the last couple of days that I was like, you know, is there something that I'm doing wrong? But then last night, you know, the team shows that, you know, they do listen, they are capable of it, and uh, it's it just a, an effort thing. And I will also say, you know, that effort tool we've got to have every day, you know, whether it be in practice or in a game, because if I do think that kind of hurt us at the foul line was our guys weren't used to playing that hard. And when you're not used to playing as hard as you, you can, your, you know, adrenaline gets going, you, you're a little bit more tired at the foul line. You're, you're having to calm yourself down. And, you know, then that leads to missed free throws if you're not used to practicing at that level. And, you know, that's something that we're going to continue to push and something that I'm going to continue to coach. And hopefully, you know, between now and, you know, district tournament time, we are continuing to play that hard and we can actually, you know, 
execute and make a couple more free throws as we get down the stretch. So Tuesday night you host Riverdale, and that'll be our broadcast game on Tuesday, and then on the road uh, Friday night at Rockvale. And so, I mean, these district games just keep on a coming here, and, you know, you're taking on your oldest rival on Tuesday. Yeah, you know, uh, Riverdale's, you know, a good team. I know they lost a close one last night. They have, you know, one of, if not the best, you know, player in the district and Maddox Bodenheimer. He's, uh, you know, scoring at a high level. I think I saw he had 23 last night. And, you know, they've got a lot of, a lot of guys around them, you know, that, that can, can cause you problems. I know, you know, they've got size, athleticism, all those things. They've won, you know, I know they had a big win earlier in the year against Lebanon. Uh, they've, they've played some teams close, you know, and, and they've been, you know, kind of similar. Uh, to us from a point of they've, they've won some games, you're like, wow, they got a chance to be really good, and then you kind of, you know, have a couple head scratchers. Um, but I know Coach, you know, Coach Voss will have those guys ready, and, you know, like you said, the oldest rival in the county, and, uh, you know, I guess now 50 year anniversary for both schools this year. So should be a fun environment Tuesday night against those guys, and excited to go out and compete and see if we can, you know, build on what we did last night. And then Rockville Friday, Rockville's very athletic um you know they they had a chance there to beat blackman at blackman on tuesday night if you know if they they i'm sure coaches just you know begging these guys to make one you know one or two more plays and then you know fortunate for them last night they found a way to make those plays against riverdale so um me and a couple of other coaches were talking and you know there's just not a I guess a clear cut favorite in the league this year every game feels like it could go one way or the other and you know, hopefully, you know, we can all start playing a little better. But I guess I'd like for the Patriots to come out more on the winning end than, than, than the losing end of most of those games. Yeah, I mentioned this morning there may be a lot of coin flippage come, uh, you know, mid-February. Who knows? But um, a lot to play through t- until we get there. We're looking forward to being over at Randy King Gymnasium on Tuesday night, Coach. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks for joining us. And Sage Hay Company, that's Josh Houston and Associates. Jewelry, letter jackets, yearbooks, graduation products, much more. Find out more online at jhacompany.com.